Olympic City, Colorado Springs, Colorado. This is the USA Volleyball Show. And here are your hosts, Clarence Hughes and Steven Munson. Oh, just kidding, you guys. What's up? What's going on here? A uh, little different intro today. Uh, you guys know who I am. My name is Clarence Hughes, and uh, we got the new and improved uh, Stephen Munson here, uh, who has just installed his wonderful ring light. So now we have uh, Stephen Munson, uh, co-host of the USA Volleyball Show slash influencer. Stephen, how are you doing today? That's right. Yeah, I do feel like a true influencer now, a, a true podcaster. I felt like before... I was uh, just in this like dark dungeon room, but now I got some light. (laughs) So it looks good. I do have that reflection when I look up of the ring light in my glasses. So I might need to figure that out, but we're looking better. We're looking good. New and improved for sure. I'm glad you called that reflection out because I was for sure to bring it up (laughs) next time. But what's up, everybody? Welcome back. We're on episode 15, special episode 15 of the USA Volleyball Show. Uh, We have our Paralympic Games happening right now, and we have a very special guest for you uh, coming on to this episode here uh, featuring five times. That's right. Five, five time Paralympian and four time Paralympic medalist, Laura Webster from the U.S. Women's Sitting National Team. And Stephen, didn't you get a chance to sit down, talk to Laura and just kind of, you know, yeah, talk, yeah. Talk, you'll chat with her? How'd that with, go? Yeah, with the time difference, it's a little challenging. So we actually got to talk to her early morning, her time a little bit later in the evening for us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she shared, you know, what this Paralympic games has been like compared to her past experiences so far, uh, her family, she talked about her family, uh, a little bit. And then, you know, the four new Paralympians on the team, she kind of touched on, uh, on, on their experiences, experiencing it through a new lens through, through their experience too. And and then just, you know, a lot more too, but, uh, yeah, really lucky for us to, for, for us to sit down and, and get to talk to Laura, Um, especially during this busy time with, you know, training and schedules going on at the Paralympic games. It's a little bit difficult. I understand, but, uh, yeah, it was really cool, but, um, enough of, from us, let's just jump right into this special episode, uh, special Paralympic games episode. And let's hear from Laura. All right, Laura, let's jump right into this. I know you got a busy day uh, ahead of you preparing for your next match. Thank you so much for taking the time to, this morning for you to, to sit down with us uh, and for the for the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, I want to talk, you know, we're going to we're going to get to on the court stuff, but I kind of wanted to ask you about. Uh, off the court uh, in Tokyo. Um, How has your experience been um, with the village, um, with the food, with the other athletes you're meeting? I know I saw a a birthday post, I think Uh, you had, you celebrated a birthday uh, and your teammates and and even I I think wheelchair basketball helped you celebrate. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So village life is always a lot of fun. This time around, it's a little bit different. There's not a lot of inter-country mingling. Everybody's just kind of staying to their building, um, which is respectful of each other and how difficult this whole year is. Um, But, you know, it's always nice to talk to other athletes and I've made a lot of new friends. There's a lot of um, new first time Paralympians that I've got to talk to, which is always nice. And, you know, hear everybody's stories and how they've ended up here. Um, The food has been great, as it usually is. But this one, I feel this might be the best food in the village that we've ever had. Um, it's delicious. And, uh, 
you know, oh, my birthday. Yes. So I had plenty of USA volleyball team birthdays, whether we were at the Paralympics. um, We were at uh, Pan American Games a couple times ago and got some cake. Um, So I always, my team always does a good job. There was only three of us here at the time. So wheelchair basketball came in to make up for the other eight that were missing. And um, I got some plants and some flowers and a uh, Brittany decorated with Teen USA. She decorated the room. So it was wonderful. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yes. And it gets my husband out of having to plan something at home. So he's thrilled about me being here. (laughs) (laughs) He's off the hook for this one. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool that, you know, yeah, like you said, there are only three of your teammates there um, at the time. Um, You guys had a little bit of a rocky start uh, just getting there due to COVID uh, issues. Uh, you had to cut down your your training uh, period, uh, acclimation period, I think, before Tokyo. But that was so cool to to see that your teammates showed up and and were ready to celebrate your birthday, and and other uh, athletes from other sports uh, helped in and pitched in. That was really really cool. Okay. I think that just shows like the community aspect of of the games too. Oh, absolutely. Um, myself and Matt Scott from Wheelchair Basketball. He and I have been on this journey together. We met in two thousand three at both of our first tournaments, I believe. And so, and we've been at every Paralympics together since. So it's been a long road and a long, a lot of years of friendship. So it's a lot of fun to be able to still continue to do this together. That's awesome. What? A, so you said the food was probably the best. What's, what are the highlights uh, food wise uh, for you? I'm a really boring eater. And especially <laughs> I like I have to do, I can't like enjoy the sushi as much as I normally would. Right. Um, just be careful. And so I'm kind of boring, but the chicken has been phenomenal. Um, there's just a lot of variety. I, you know, everybody, it's funny whenever anybody's like, okay, what do you want to see while I'm over here? It's always the food always. Um, but you know, the udon noodles and the ramen that they have in the, in Mm -hmm. the village cafeteria has been, it's just absolutely delicious. Well, you kind of just spoiled it for our audience if they don't know, but you're pregnant. Congratulations with your uh, fourth child. Is that right? Fourth? Yes. Yep. Number four. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That's, that's awesome. Um, I guess what is for, for this Paralympic games, uh, what does that, what does family mean to you um, uh, for this, you know, especially this year uh, competing at the games, you're pregnant with your fourth child. What is, what does family mean to you? Um, I mean, my family's everything. It's such a cliche answer, but it's totally the truth. Um, and this time around, my kids are uh, 10, 8, and 6. And so this time, they're old enough to understand what I'm doing. And they're old enough to not only recognize how long I'm actually gone for, but to know what I'm gone for and to support it. And they all woke up at 5.30 yesterday morning to watch our game. Um, and then even when I called them, my youngest was like, that was not good, <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Um, honest with you, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they are 100% my training partners when I'm at home and our team is so invested or our family is so invested in this team and this journey that without them, I would not be here because they're the ones who pushed me at home. Um, but I would not mentally be able to, do this, especially this games, the stress coming into this games and just trying to get into Japan was so exhausting. And in particular, because of everything that our team was going through, um, just getting here was a huge battle. And so being able to lean on them and 
they dealt with my super stressed out, frantic, you know, mom prep craziness and all the guilt rolled into one. And so they, they graciously dealt with me being crazy and, um, you know, they, they know what it's about and they're sacrificing the two and a half weeks that I'm over here. Um, and they have not complained about it. They have been there to support me and it's been, you know, they're my everything. Wow. Thank Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, you, you're a super mom, you're a true inspiration to a lot of people. I've seen comments on social media, uh, with, uh, the team USA article that they did and uh, a couple other, uh, outside media doing articles about you. Um, but really cool. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, and great to hear that, you know, all this family support back home has just kind of gotten you through, uh, everything that's been going on with, you know, this year and, and just gotten you there to Tokyo. Thank you. And I will say I'm no super mom. You know, we go through the same battles. I just happen to be in a place where my job is a little bit different than, um, a lot of moms. It's a very unique position. Uh, you know, and, but as moms, as parents, there's some rock star dads out there too. You know, as parents, we do what we have to do. And, um, especially in the athlete world, you've got to find the balance of, you know, love for your family and love for your sport, which is our job. Um, and so we just have to make it work and it's definitely not always pretty. And I am definitely not always great at it, but we make it work and I am not alone in balancing that at all. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, it's so great to see you on the court. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different, uh, with the mask, but I, 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 I have a huge smile on my face whenever I see you just get a block or, or an attack and you just spin around really quick. Cause I know you're just pumped up and you got a big smile and you're yelling and screaming for your team. So I, I just, I love seeing you play. So uh, really cool to see you in Tokyo. It feels really good to be back. Yeah, It was a really long 18 months. Um, <laughs> yeah. and we thrive on competition. I mean, we love it. And so the buildup, there was no buildup coming into this games. Um, so to be back, like the nerves have been on like the butterflies, not so much nerves, but just the butterflies and the excitement have been at a whole new level just because it's been so long. Um, and so it's so great to be back. Speaking of being back, you know, it's, it's your fifth games, uh, this one in Tokyo. Uh, do you have like a favorite Paralympic games or maybe like a favorite moment, uh, from, from any of your other past experiences? I mean, each one has its amazing moments. Um, Athens in 04 was my first games and my first international par- uh, you know, an international experience with a bunch of Paralympic athletes. And I'd never been in a village setting before. Um, and so that games every day and every moment was so new that there was so much to absorb. And it was seriously a life changing three weeks that we were there for me. So that one will always be probably the most influential one. Um, Beijing in 08, our gold medal match was against China in their home stadium. And I think there was 9,000 fans and like seven were rooting for us. And the rest were so not, um, but it was such a cool stadium. You know, I thrive off of the audience and the the crowd, whether they're rooting for you or against you, it's such a fueling part of the game. Um, and so that one was just such a fun experience and fun scenario and um, atmosphere to be in. Um, London, I was pregnant with my second child. And so I had him there with me and we lost to China in that gold medal match. Um, but that was a whole different special experience, just having him up there on the podium with me. And then Rio speaks for itself with gold. Um, you know, so many years, I think at that point we were at 14 years of work on this team. 
to get to that moment. Um, and then this one is, this one is memorable for a whole lot of reasons, <laughs> Yeah, but, um, we've still got some really gigantic memories to make in these next couple. We've got, um, you know, one more pool play match that's a must win for us. And, um, it'll really kind of bring out the true grit of our team and it's going to make us, it's going to make us show up and it's going to make us dig deep and work as a team. And that's always um, a really magical thing as well. Yeah. You're talking about the team. And then, uh, you mentioned in your past experiences, you know, feeding off the crowd and feeding off that energy. Uh, how has the team kind of, I guess, maybe adjusted to that or maybe replaced that with, you know, any energy or, or words before the match, uh, this year? Um, there's no replacement for that. We're right. trying, but you know, <laughs> yeah. our six on the sidelines, um, versus, you know, just the 12 of us trying to make up for a, a venue full of fans is really different. Um, thankfully we've had some team USA and USOPC staff who has shown up when they can and shown their support and just, it's really nice because it's just, uh, you really notice who's there and who's not. And so it's fun to be able to single out your support staff and to have them there. One of my former teammates, uh, Kendra Lancaster, she showed up to our first game and I haven't seen her in forever. Oh, and cool. so, um, it was, it was so awesome. At one point she was ready to play because she wasn't sure if we were going to get all the <laughs> or not. She's like, put me in, I'm here. Yep. It's been like 10 years, but I'm here. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's, it is what it is and we're making the best of it. And I have to say that, playing and in the midst of our match, especially last night, I didn't notice that there were any fans, um, which is the best, which is great. That's better that way. I didn't feel like it was missing as much as we thought it would. Yeah. And is part of that maybe just like, you know, that kind of Paralympic rivalry between USA and China, where you guys are just kind of so zoned in, focused on each other across the net. I think that's what it was. We were um, very focused. We had enough to focus on on the court last, especially last night, um, that we couldn't, uh, there wasn't space to see what was going on out there and notice who was out there or who wasn't. Um, staying on the court, there's four new Paralympians uh, on the U.S. roster. And, you know, I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on you know, this experience with those four new athletes, uh, is there, you know, kind of a different perspective, uh, for you? Are you seeing it through like new eyes, uh, seeing the games through new eyes? Oh, absolutely. Um, so when we first got here, it was myself and Katie, who's also a veteran. And, um, and we had Emma and Jillian who are first timers. And so it was really fun, uh, to make the most of that small group, but also to walk around with them and be like, you know, knowing and reminding ourselves that this is their first time to experience it. And Katie and I tried to be very um, mindful of the fact that they haven't, it's not old news to them, nor is it to us, but like, you know, it's different. Sometimes it's a different village or same village, different city. Um, but it was so much fun to walk around and watch them take in everything. And then when Whitney and Annie showed up, it's just the excitement brings us old ladies back to what it was like our first time. And so it's really been a lot of fun to experience it through them and with them. And just, it makes, it makes it even more exciting, which is really what I think this team needed was that kind of set of, you know, fresh energy. And there's so much to see in the village and there's so much to witness and there's so much to experience 
And so it's really fun to have an excuse to get really excited about the things that seem so normal to us now. Uh, it's been, it's been an awesome, awesome experience with them. Yeah, I bet it's, uh, you know, even more so this year, uh, just really refreshing for you and, and some of the other veterans who have, you know, seen those full experiences from past Paralympic Games. Uh, and then you see it through their eyes and they're just like, you know, awestruck and wide eyed and just like having the best time. And that probably really helps uh, you and the other veterans, too. It does. But there was also a legitimate time period where we weren't sure that we were even going to get here. Right. Um, so there is a lot of gratitude and there is just a lot of, um, happiness about being here as well. So, but it has been, it's been really great to, to have them and they've spunked it up a little bit. Bringing some new, new energy and new fire. I'm sure too. Absolutely. Is there something that they've, they've taught you or maybe something that you've just like learned through this experience, something new? Um, you know, be about yourself or maybe just about the team, just something new that, that you've learned this experience. You know, they are very good um, at just embracing the moment and just being silly and, um, you know, with no, what's the right word? There's no filter. There's no holding back. And so it's fun. You know, typically I would not prance around and do circles and twirl. <laughs> but you know what let's do it today yeah and so um that's been that's been fun it's been fun to just kind of let loose and nobody takes themselves so seriously i definitely don't by dancing with my children um if that was in public it was <laughs> incredibly embarrassing but in my kitchen i go all out and that's kind of what this team family is like we are not afraid to make fools of ourselves and a lot of that is fueled by our younger teammates we're like, let's just get out there. Okay. You want to see me do this TikTok? You don't want to, but I'll do it with you. And so it's just, we've just had a lot of fun. And especially in, in such a stressful situation, it's been nice to be reminded that we don't have to take it so seriously. I think that's one of my favorite parts about your team from an, an outside perspective is you guys do really seem like a family and you have a lot of fun. Like you seem genuine around each other. You have a lot of fun with each other. You do those TikToks. You... I think, oh, I'm not going to remember the name or what you guys call this, but you have like a prom or a a homecoming or something you guys do uh, when you're at training camp. Uh, our uh, WTF party. Yes, that's it. That's it. The last training camp before every games. Uh, yeah. We do that, which is always fun. This year was kind of wonky um, because it was just with masks and in small right. rooms all trying to be spread out. Um, but yes, we always try to have a good time and every camp, we try to make sure that we have something that's just for us. That's not volleyball related. And we really do. Katie, um, does a really great job of trying to make that a focus so that there is something other than volleyball. We really try to work on those relationships and that team bonding that has nothing to do with volleyball so that we have something else to grasp when the volleyball stuff isn't going so well. And I think that's a really big fundamental part of our team dynamic and the strength of our team. Like even last night in our loss, it was like, there was no imploding. And it was more about taking care of each other as teammates versus um, worrying about kind of the volleyball stuff. And so I think going forward, that's going to be a really big strength for us is that we do have those relationships with one another. And we've spent, especially this last, you know, 18 months, making sure that since we couldn't do the volleyball part, 
we really were focusing on taking care of the teammate part and the personal part and the friendship part. And I think that's really going to help be our turning point going into the next uh, pool play game and then semifinals, hopefully from there. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think that's something that uh, our listeners, uh, young volleyball athletes out there too, can can take away. You know, there's the on the court stuff, and that's important. But you know, you have to take care of the off the court stuff too, and and that really helps the team grow. Yes, the sport is fleeting. It's only you know maybe three sets of twenty five. It's very quick. There's a lot that matters more than that. Um, and you know, this sport means the most to me but the people that I play it with mean even more. So that's really where the, um, the work has to be put in Mm -hmm. and then everything on the court will fall into place. Exactly. Yeah. Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us and talk to us. I know you got a really busy day ahead of you. Uh, at the time that we're talking, uh, you're going to be gearing up for the match against the Russian Paralympic committee. Uh, you'll have training coming up. Um, so we'll let you get on your day here, but before we, before we say bye, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or share or, or any shout outs you'd like to give? Uh, no, I mean, my husband, Paul is a hero. He, uh, holds it down and my kiddos, Maddie, Cole and Kyle. And um, you know what? All I will say is that thank you to USA Volleyball and to our fans out there for the support. We really feel it. And this time, especially because our families are not awake when we are awake, it's really nice to be able to scroll through the USA Volleyball feed and see the love and the comments and the support that we've had. And so thank you for being there for us. We've got, you know, hopefully three more to go. And um, please keep it coming because we really need it and we're really feeling it. So thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate, uh, listeners, all the support you can give to the sitting team, to sitting volleyball. Uh, watch when you can, uh, even just watch the Paralympic Games because it just helps, you know, the games grow that much more and people, you know, can see it, the exposure. Uh, that really helps. Absolutely. And the last thing that I will say is that for all of our uh, standing volleyball listeners, um, sit down and try sitting because I promise yes. you that- fun, but it'll make your standing game so much better. The precision and the focus on your hands and your platform and being able to adjust with only your upper body. When I played standing in high school and I started playing sitting, my standing game went to a different level because of the fine tuning that I was doing playing sitting. So bring it into your club practices, into your high school practices and try it. I promise you won't regret it. Yeah. Even, you know, sit down at your house while you're watching, uh, grab your siblings, your parents, uh, whether it's with a ball or a balloon, just sit down. You'll have a blast. I, I guarantee it. Uh, one of the things I loved the most when the shutdown first happened was all of the um, family room volleyball courts. Yes. Out. Yeah. I love that too. The laundry lines or whatever ropes they were. It was awesome. Really cool. All the homemade uh, volleyball court sets that, that yep. people made were really, really cool. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for, again, taking the time. Uh, we'll let you get on your day, but uh, really appreciate it. And we'll be cheering you guys on uh, three more matches, three more matches into that gold medal match. We'll be, we'll be cheering you guys on from, from Colorado. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Stephen. It was good to see you. Great to see you too. Um, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yes, please. All right. Bye, Bye-bye. Laura. Yeah. Wow. The, um, uh, I, I gotta say, I'm really jealous about her, the food that they're getting uh, at the village. Uh, I've seen a few photos, seen some videos of the team uh, and other athletes uh, at the village and enjoying the amazing food there. And it's just, it's 
I'm, I'm really jealous. That's all I can say, really. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing your stories uh, on the Foodix. You were having to to access on all different, I don't know, services, what's available. And that looked really good, too. And then just kind of hearing what they got in the village. They, they hold up. They, they're holding out. Just they're holding out on you, Stephen. It's OK, though. Sorry, though. You know, you're back back in Denver. Wonderful, wonderful food here. It's not Tokyo. But. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoy cooking, so I, I'm glad to be back and, and can cook for myself. But it was great to get some authentic Japanese food while in Tokyo and the quick, ramen, quick, the ramen. Quick. You like to cook, cook. What's your favorite food dish to cook? Bam, go right on the spot. Oh, dish to cook. Uh, anything Mexican. I love uh, cooking tacos, fajitas, uh, anything like that. Enchiladas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I also do some good, like I'm excited for fall right now. So I do like a lot of good, like soups and stews and chilies and stuff. So I'm excited for that. First take, you guys know where we're, where we're at for, uh, for dinner during fall, even now, uh, influencer and top <laughs> chef, uh, Stephen Munson here. Wow. I'm just wearing all the hats today. Yeah. I might need a new show, a new cooking show. No, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just, uh, the food looks incredible and just the whole experience in the village. Um, they, she talked a little bit about, uh, how some of her teammates, uh, the teammates that were there at the time and some of her friends, um, from wheelchair basketball, uh, and I think a couple other teams there that helped her celebrate her birthday, like made signs and had gifts and, and, and all that while she was there, which is just really cool and kind of just shows the whole community uh, aspect of the Paralympic Games uh, right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, speaking of like, you know, you know, people being behind uh, her and and supporting her, I uh, just want to say a quick uh, congratulations again on getting ready yeah. uh, as Laura's getting ready to welcome her fourth child. And it's really cool to just really hear and see if you follow her on social media, uh, how her family's been supporting her uh, throughout, uh, you know, her her career, her journey, and especially in Tokyo now, like waking up early to watch her play. Uh, I know her kids are some of her, her biggest and most <laughs> <laughs> there too at the same yeah. time but just wow just you know goals all around just you really see the support come in from you know that aspect alone and I'm, I'm sure she's so thankful for it as you you know have have heard but wow yeah just kudos all around yeah it's also great to hear how her and the other veterans on the team get to experience the Paralympic Games through a fresh lens you know with the four new Paralympians on the roster it's very similar to uh, April Ross, when we talked to April Ross and how she got to experience, you know, another, uh, uh, the Olympic games through Alex Kleinman's fresh perspective. Uh, so yeah, just really cool and great to see, uh, those, those new four Paralympians on the roster and, and getting that, their Paralympic debut, uh, getting some action on the court too, that we've seen so far. And, and just, uh, I think it just, it's it's going to help the program grow uh, from here out uh, and just continue to grow and get stronger. Absolutely. Uh, like we always talk about, representation matters. Um, you know, we're seeing all the streams that we can see uh, across NBC, uh, you know, platforms and channels and, you know, those who also support it there uh, really just really there couldn't be a better time for all of these uh I don't want to say situations, but all of these 
happenings to happen if uh you know if i'm if i'm making sense there it's just if there's a time for you know the sport of sitting volleyball and other paralympic uh events that are happening to be really just shined in you know the light of just everything for for you know the whole world to see it's like it's really now with social media being as big as it is with platforms like tiktok and you know all yeah. these different ways to just assist in streaming events on you know whether it's facebook live or uh twitch or you know anyone any, anywhere else like that too it's just really good to see uh to see what's you know being shown on TV, to hear what these athletes are speaking up and saying, and to really hear about the importance of just watching the game, supporting the games, getting their name out there, getting the sport out there, and and just getting it done. So I mean, I'm really glad to you know be a witness to all that. I'm sure you are too, and you know, hopefully one day we'll both or, you know, others within, you know, our own staff in USA Volleyball and across other NGV, we'll get a chance to, you know, work with Paralympic Games in the, you know, next few quads here and there. But just amazing what's going on too. Really glad we got a chance to sit down with Laura and hear her, her take on it along with, you know, our other guests who have been on the, sh the show previously to just to talk to us about Tokyo and the importance of the Paralympics. But, you know, it's all coming full circle. We got to do our part just like they're doing their part and so on and so on and so on. Yep. And, and, you know, speaking of support, you know, like you said, thank you again to Laura for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at Laura.Webster and follow the team too, the U.S. Women's Sitting National Team. Follow them on Instagram at USAB underscore sitting underscore WNT. And, you know, you talked a little bit about watching and supporting the games too. Of course, by now, listeners, you'll know the result of their next match uh, between the U.S. Women's Sitting Team and the Russian or and the Russian Paralympic Committee. Uh, winner advances to the semifinals. So we're sending all the good energy to the team uh, to get that W and, and move on to the semifinals. Um, of course, no matter the result, continue to watch the Paralympic Games through the end mm -hmm. uh, on September 5th. Uh, not just sitting volleyball, but watch other events too. That's incredible athletes with amazing stories. Uh, and uh, just, just in, you know, this is the time to watch it. You're, you're not, you don't get many opportunities to watch uh, Paralympic sports, but, uh, you can now, uh, and on NBC, uh, .com, NBC Olympics.com, uh, NBCSN, uh, and they have their schedule on their website too. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have some other events coming up too. So let's get into those. Clarence, do you want us to, do you want to run us through those? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, to start, we have the 2021 North Seca Men's Pan American Cup starting in a couple of days. That runs through September 3rd through the 9th. So stay tuned on our website and across social media for more information and how to watch. Also, on the beach side of things, we have our 2021 FIVB One Star in the Ukraine and our Team USA pair, Jade Race and Tina Togiani will be competing. So make sure you stay tuned uh, for our updates, stories, and where to watch there as well. Uh, also, new and improved, we have our USA Volleyball Beach Tour also starting up very soon. So good luck to everyone competing across those regional events uh, in the next few weeks, months, days. So that'll run through the entire duration of our volleyball season. But very excited to get our new USA Volleyball Beach Tour off the ground. We hope you guys love it. Also, a reminder. 
You guys can rate, review, share with your friends and families, teammates, whoever you'd like to, because it really helps our podcast grow and reach new listeners. We talk about this every episode because we see the support coming in every single episode as we are now over 6,500 downloads. And August has been our best month so far. So we thank you all, friends of the pod, for listening, sharing our podcast, and just being involved because we can't do this without you. Also, remember, you can email us at the USAV show at USAV.org. Leave us feedback, comments, let us know how we're doing. Let us know who you want to hear from uh, in the future, any guests you want to bring on and so on and so on. But again, reach out to us at the USAV show at USAV.org and we'll listen to you. We'll respond to you. We'll give, we'll give input and, you know, we will take your request to heart. And remember, episodes drop every other Wednesday. And like the special Paralympic episode we dropped on this oh so special Wednesday. But remember, until next time, thank you all for listening to the USA Volleyball Show. We are the official podcast of USA Volleyball. This has been the USA Volleyball Show with Clarence Hughes and Stephen Munson. Produced by Curtis Ward. Our content producers are Kyle Scholzen and Laura Fawcett. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate and review. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the USA Volleyball Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.